It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. Post-match reaction here on the Rangers Rabble. Um, yeah. That's pr- that pretty much sums up uh, my feelings. Uh, nine-man Rangers draw 2-2 by Hibs in Edinburgh. Uh, a late equaliser for Hibs. Um, she's just dropped two points. I'm even going to come and ask you how you all are. Um, I think we'll just dive um, straight into it. We could talk about the goals, Ross. We could talk about defending. But obviously, the first place we have to start is the sending-offs. Um, firstly, Lundstrom. I'm never in a mouth. Never in a mouth. MD, who's played football, knows that that's exactly what you want your team to do. If somebody's breaking, you're caught out, you're in their half, you make <clears> a professional foul. Folk do it constantly. It's a, it's a part of modern day football, breaking up the play, folk call it. The fact that Doyle Hayes done it to Lundstrom in the first half and only got a booking, mm-hmm. which was actually Mary Lundstrom and Lundstrom's, is an absolute joke. Um, and as for the second red card, mate, the, the boy's an imbecile, man, honestly. Like, I just don't get him. I don't get him. I said in the group chat at the time when we took uh, Cholak off for him, this was a risk because he's fitness. But I thought he was done with that, that urge to... He slapped the boy twice and kicked him. Fair enough, you can say he was feeling for his defender, but that doesn't excuse him kicking him at the same time. And it's a manner of the three that's brought them together to get him a red card. Um, the, the, the referee was shite, but anybody who says Morelos isn't a straight red card's blinded by the big buff blinkers because he's it's a red card all day long. He's an idiot. Focusing, Mark, firstly on, on Lindstrom, because we've all come to Morelos. Um, can you explain to me, can you give me any reason why Willie Collins sees that as a red card? I don't think anybody in this world, anybody that's ever watched a game of football, <clears throat> anybody that's ever seen that kind of tackle in any game, every single one of them will tell you that that's a yellow card. There is no way on earth that that is not any more than a yellow card. There's no any intent. 
There's no, he's not attempting to injure the player. He's, he's, uh, it's no violent conduct. So, I mean, the only thing he has done is he stretched and he stretched to catch his, his tail and leg, knowing that if he clips his tail and leg, his other legs going to hit together and he's going to come down, and they're going, to, he's going to stop the break. And that's a professional foul. That is the epitome of a professional foul. And and. 99.9% of every other game in the world, that's a yellow card. For some reason, silly column, <laughs> I don't know what, what he's done, what he's got on his head. I think it's, he's thought it's the, it's the silly column show. And he's thought, I'm, I'm sending it. I can't understand why he sent him off. I, I don't think, I think he's sitting just now and he's dressing him. Think to himself, why did I send him off? I think he's, he's, his two linesmen and his fourth official are all going to act him. Why did you send him off? Because that was not a sending off. Um, I don't think you'll ever see a sending off for that ever again, unless it's Willie Colm that's officiating. Clown. <clears throat> Obviously, Graham, VAR's going to be coming in as it halfway through the season. Um, is this one of those times where we can look back towards the end of the season and go, had VAR been in for the start, that's something that could have been overturned? It should I, but unfortunately in this country with these officials, I, it might sound a wee bit nuts, but I wouldn't even trust the AR in this country where these people are going to be controlling it. They don't know the rules. There was actually a, a Monday Night Football segment done on Fernandinho and they were applauding him, saying that's how you stop counter-attacks, that's how City never get counter-attacked on, because they all do it and they get booked and that's it. But up here, Lundstrom does it exact same as Ross was saying, is, the boy Doyle Hayes, less than his, and we got a red card for that. And it was quick enough to get it out. He was dying to get it out. And then that's the only thing I'll say about Morelos as well, actually. He was dying to get that. As soon as he seen Morelos doing it, he was happy as anything. He could get the red card out for him. But it's a red card. Uh, yeah, you know, <clears throat> the more I'm thinking about it, Ross, I think you're right, um, the Morelos one. Um What's Morelos thinking? What's going through his head? What... You know, we're we're winning. We're still down to ten men, but it's not it's not the end of the world. You know, we're still looking okay with ten men. Um, Morelos comes on to try and help the team get the team like I think you said before we started get the team further up the pitch, and then he goes and does something like that. Mate, our folk are blinded by Morelos's performances in Europe for us. Um, I ragdolls defenders. Oh, he does this. Oh, he does that. Mate, how many times has he let us down? How many times has he let us down? And you've got what looks like, I said to you last night, a consummate professional in Cholak who's also bustling defenders about. See the first, uh, Lawrence's goal today. Cholak makes a dart across the front post that takes the defender away and leaves Lawrence. But nobody will look at that. Nobody will look at that because folk are so blinded by Alfredo Morelos, Rangers legend, blah, blah, blah. Mate, he's let us down more times than anybody else in the world. That's a game the day that we could have seen out at 2-1 if Morelos doesn't start acting like a tube. And I don't care when he first came to the country and he was settling in and he was kicking out and he was doing this and he was doing that. Everybody went, ah, he's just a young, he's not a young boy anymore and he should be busting his arse to get his place back. He's been gave half an hour the day he probably didn't even deserve 
to try and get him minutes in the legs. And I think Van Bronckhorst must be feeling the pressure of folk questioning why Morelos isn't getting minutes. But see, for me, he sits on his arse and gets splinters now until such times as Cholak gets injured or has a severe lacking form. And I'm not talking about Cholak no scoring for a couple of games. I'm talking about Cholak playing rotten for a couple of games before he even gets a sniff. Mark, um, <clears throat> obviously, look, this is this is immediate post-match reaction, so we're all a bit angry and and whatever. But Morelos has just set himself back there, and I'm not talking about you know not getting the minutes that he needs, but he set himself back with that just ridiculous behaviour. Just stupid, aren't it? It's just stupid. You cannot lift your hands. It's as simple as that. I mean. It's real, it's real one in the book, and don't lift your hands, don't put your head into anybody. Simple as that. It doesn't matter how hard you do it, or how soft you do it. You cannot lift your hands. It's as simple as that. And he knows it. And they all know it. <clears throat> You'd think to yourself, if, if if it was me and I was trying to get back into the side and come back from injury, this boy Cholak's coming in. He's banging in goals, goal goal every game since he's come in. This boy's a threat to my position. Why am I? Fanning about, flinging kicks and, and elbows and at players when I should be getting a stone away off and I should be getting fit and I should be showing up anytime I go on that park. Let's team doing it's cost us two points today. Simple as that. Plain and simple. Don't get me wrong, we're not we weren't great. We weren't great at all today. It shades are probably last season about it today. But that's not the point. The point is that he has cost us because Ten men, we could probably get away with. Twenty-nine. It cost us two points. Simple as that, and it's uh, not acceptable. It really isn't. The difference. Okay. Sorry, Martin. The difference for me is, see, if you're down to ten men, and we don't go on to win the game, you've got the excuse to blame Colum. All the talking's on Colum. All the spotlights on Colum because Colum made a shocker of a decision to send John Lundstrom off. The fact that Morelos has come on, and I see people in the comments, it's a yellow card at most. Watch it. Watch it twice. He palms him away twice, slaps him in the face, and people could say, that's a yellow card. He's trying to, he's no, he's watching the boys, feeling for the defender. Fair dues, yellow card. So what's his left leg then coming out and kicking him? It's a petulant kick. It's what he does. It's what he does. And anybody in the comments who's telling me I'm a soft cunt or I'm this or I'm that because I think it's a red card has never played football in their life and doesn't know the rules of football because he's blatantly, petulantly kicked them. Can I just say hello and welcome to new member, Dyer Bus. Um, seems, a bit, seems a bit right <laughs> for the day, but yeah, thank you for becoming, thank you for becoming a member. Graham, there's also the added negativity around the Lundstrom sending off that if that doesn't get overturned, I believe he misses the old firm or Glasgow Derby or Celtic versus Sevco or whatever you like to call it. I think, I don't know if the Queen of the South game counts as a one that he'd miss, but I think if that doesn't count, I think he does miss that and then Morelos as well. Uh, so. But I'd be shocked if the Lundstrom one doesn't get overturned, to be honest. If that doesn't go overturned, then questions need to ask. Big time. Aye. The performance overall, Ross, before all the shenanigans with yellows and reds, um, not good enough? No. No. But again, we spoke at half-time. You can make exceptions and say 
the teams gelling, poker, getting to know each other's partners of play and, and whatever else, but it was clear for anybody to see that Ryan Jack was struggling after 20 minutes. He was blown out his arse and he's seen that game out through other people. But if you're bringing King on, why not bring King on a bit earlier? Graham said that in the chat. Bring King on a bit earlier, have a big physical centre half inside Golson playing his normal position and move Sands in and take Jack out. Because he was, he was struggling, he was running through treacle, he doesn't know, he's lost his place in the team, and he's now being shoehorned in as we need two sitting mids, so you go into the, into the fray, but Lundstrom's doing Jack's role, and he's doing it better than Jack does on a more consistent basis, and he's going to be available on a more consistent basis, so there's a few, there's a few bits of the part, again, Matondo looked great last week, then the day looked dire, to be honest, but he's a young winger, you're going to get that, Kent was like that in his first season was, unfortunately no, Kent, again we spoke at half time, Kent's decision making, the red card comes for Kent making an arse and losing the ball and letting them break on us, trying to come inside and do something fancy again, and that's how Lundstrom's got to take the professional foul, so it's wee micro decisions all the part that have cost mm-hmm. us a day, but Kent and Morelos are two people that the vast, the well, I'm saying the vast, the vocal majority of Rangers players will tell you you can't say bad about them because they're the best we've got. Well, there you go. That, that's what's happened today. One red cards came from a bad decision by a referee, but Kent's decision made them gave him the choice. And the other red card has came from your talisman, your best striker at the club. I seen somebody writing in the comments there. Morelos' top goal scoring in a SPFL season is seventeen goals in thirty eight games. Cho- if you play Cholak every week, Cholak will have scored twenty by Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to get an argument uh, for me. For Just that, on that, one, one of the things to, that, that Ross said there, the exact same thing happened with um, Kamara as well when Gio took over and. Kamara started looking lost. Where, where was his position? Exact same thing. When he, when he, they moved him originally, moved him to the, the holding midfield role, and then the, when Lundstrom started playing well, he didn't really know where he fitted in the team. It was in the exact same thing with, with Jack the day. Two of them just looked, just looked as if he was towing a, towing a, a, a trailer. It just as I said, like Ross said, Trico just. But I see the exact same thing happening with Jack that happened with, with Kamara when, when Gio took over. Exact same thing. So that, I see Gaz in the comments. If Gaz wants to put 20 quid to the Rangers Youth Charity, I'll come back on at the end of the season. And whoever who scores the most goals at Amarelos and Cholak, one is will give 20 quid to the Rangers Charity if you want that bet, mate. That's how confident I am in it. And the club, the club will... Uh, Charity will make a bit of dough at it because I'm telling you right now, mate, you'll be 20 quid later. Um, super chat, and I think I'm getting some feedback, and I think it might be me, so I apologize if anybody's hearing, hearing feedback. Um, I, I'm reliably informed it's actually DI Rebus, not Dire Bus. So, my, <laughs> my apologies. Um, super chat, and from DI Rebus as well, thank you very much. Um, Morello should go, he showed he won't put in the effort for the fans. Is that slightly overreacting, Graham? Um, because look, Morelos is a quality player, but we, if this, if, there was a wee bit in my head that went, 
Cholak's been chosen in front of him since he came back. There's a there's a bit of needle there for him towards maybe I don't know the manager or the coaches or whatever, and he's come on and we're just seeing the old Morelos again. I will try and stick up for him a wee bit, but uh, he's coming back for a serious injury and he, he isn't fit. And that's why we need to get minutes in the day. Like Ross was saying, it was a gamble, but we had to do it. But it's just, there's so much uh, uncertainty on the contract, his fitness. Then that's coming back in the days, niggles and uh, fighting back and kicking out and stuff like that. So it's, I don't know if he's going to rise to the challenge, to be honest, mate. It's, he should. And then also when Ruth comes back, there's going to be three of them. So it's... We need the Alfie this season we won the league. That's the Alfie we need. And I don't see it coming back anytime soon. You, you can't. And Ross, I know you need to go shortly. Um, Aye. Are you need to go to now? No, I can have I can have another one wee bit. If I... um, just very, very, very quickly. You can be, you know, not match fit. You can be not even ready to come on. Um, you can play poor, blah, blah, blah. Being, being not match fit, not being fit, doesn't make you kick out at people. See if he's no match fit. What's the script with the B team? Can we not go and play a couple of games for the B team? Can we not organise inter-squad games where we get him match fit? Because what we've done is threw him into a cauldron where he's made an arse hit before. Mm-hmm. He's no fit. He's playing in a, He's come into a game that's end-to-end, top tempo. And what's happened? The inevitable's happened. He's, he's cost us again. Mm. That, that's, it, it happens time and time again. Hibs have got his number, Portis has got his number, and when I seen him coming on it with half an hour left, I thought to myself, this is going to go one or two ways, man, because he's no he's no fit, and he's no up to tempo, and he's coming into a game that's gone end-to-end, tackles crashing in all over the place, and you're already doing a... You, you were doing to 10 men when he came on and then there was a time in the middle of the park where he was all over the top of column when they moved back right in his face and you just know but I'm going to need to go because I've got a yep. way to pick up for dancing no boys alright good right. speaking with his yeah um, the, the frustration is real Mark um, that's two two big points dropped and before we come we'll, we'll go back we won't go through the full game obviously but we'll talk about the first half second half etc blah 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 um, they're playing Hearts. Is it tomorrow or today? I don't even know. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, we were, you know, five, six minutes away from a great result with nine men to put pressure on them to play a decent, decent Hearts team. We've just took all the pressure off of them tomorrow. Yeah. I think, would you look at their game? I know, listen, I know it's early in the season. I need to caveat that, Mark, by saying it's early in yeah, the season. Yeah. But you, you build pressure wherever you can. Yeah, I think the bigger picture is we just weren't good enough today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said I said before we come on, it's got a wee bit of a shades of, shades of last season, um, and we can use this European hangover as an excuse. But for me, that's we've got a big enough squad. These players are used to it. All right, there's a few that have no no um, that have come in and no done that in their career before this, this Tuesday, Saturday, or, or Wednesday, Thursday, um, Sunday. But most of them have, the majority of them have. So this isn't an excuse. You need to take that away. That can't be the case. We should be we should be playing a lot better. We should be beating teams like Hibs. I don't care 
obviously people are blue tinted glasses and all that. We've no right to beat anybody, which is correct. But we need to be we need to be playing better. It's as simple as that. We would just bottom line was we weren't good enough today. All right, circumstances of of progressed and and we've had players sent off and stuff like that. But we can't use that as an excuse. They should have been. We should have, we should have put them in a solid priority or this happening. We really should. So it just. We need to get our socks up and obviously put pressure. See, every game this season, we need to win every single game this season, like we do every other season, I suppose. But that's more than ever because our bread and butter is this league. We need to win this league back this year. Mm. Simple. J Mac, um, who cares about them? There is 30 um, other games to play. Um, nobody cares about them who is a Rangers supporter, right? But if you're kidding yourself, that we don't have to look at what they're doing. Because we do. It's it's not a case of, you know, you just completely ignore them, blah, blah, blah. Because you completely ignore them. We don't win the league. Then everybody's on here screaming, oh, how have we not beat the league? They're sh- how have we not won the league? They're shite, blah, 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 blah. You've got to pay attention to what your rivals are doing, especially when you're going to try and win a league. We need to get out of this mentality of, oh, no, we don't care. We don't care about them. We don't care about them. We're Rangers. No, we, we have to watch and pay attention to what they're doing. Otherwise, how do you know what the hell's going on? No, I'm sorry. Ran, ran over, ran over. Um, Scott Rennie, welcome to the Rabble community. Hello, thank you. Um, hope, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow night. Um, I've got a funny feeling that um, the game today might be discussed again t- tomorrow night. Um, yeah, first half, Graham. we didn't offer much. Um, we didn't offer Cholak any service. Um and, and uh, not fortunate, because for me it is a penalty, but we're fortunate we got the penalty in a way that we didn't really look like scoring. I totally agree, mate. Uh, when we get back to like, the preview we did before the game, we were saying what we wanted to see from the beginning, and we never saw any of that, mate. <laughs> it, was, it was at Livingston, the first half again, it was that bad. Players just, they weren't concentrating. First touch was poor, passing was poor, decision-making was poor. The players were poor. The only one I thought he got past much today was James Sands, to be fair to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I quite, I'm really actually beginning to like him as a player. He's, every kind of ball he gets in his feet, he's trying to put it into the middle or put it out wide quickly. He often kind of bypasses Goldson, which I like. It kind of speeds the play up. Uh, but what we wanted in that game, really, we never got at all. And like you say, we got the penalty, which actually gave us a kick up the backside, going into the half-time, Gio give them what they need to hear and come out buzzing to go and win the second half. But we didn't deserve anything, mate. And that's what makes me don't like talking about the referee, but it's one of the days we've lost points, need to kick get kicked up the arse and we go again. But It's just that we've lost points, we've dropped points, mm-hmm. Mark. And I mean this with all the disrespect that it sounds. We've dropped points, albeit with nine men. Yeah, extremely poor team. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Yeah. We've got <laughs> points to them. So what does that say about us? Just, like I said, there's no, there's no really any excuses. We need to be better. Simple as that. Bottom line, we need to be better. We need to be putting teams last to the sword. We need to be beating them. Simple. It's no... Um, and do you know what? I know it's only, it's only two points dropped and stuff like that, but this is how tight... We could be looking back at the end of the season and saying that this might have cost us. So... And that's maybe how tight it's going to be this season. I've got a funny feeling it's going to be right to the wire. So, 
don't. It's just you don't want to start picking players. It's early in the season, or trying to psychoanalyze what's how what's all happening behind scenes and all that. I just think, for me, you need to play your best team week in, week out, and I think we don't know what our best team is. Simple as that. At the moment, we really. We're, I think we're getting close to it, but I think that we don't really know what we're what we're best team or our best eleven is. And the sooner we get that sorted, I think it's going to help us in the long run moving forward. Well, Mark, coming straight back to you, um, Jim Sloan channel member, thought Kent was poor again. First half, um, he'd, he'd done some nice stuff, Mark. He, he was skinning players, he, he looked confident, but he was just taking that extra touch. Yeah, and to be fair, that's that's been the kind of story of the season, this season so far. It's been the story think- of his Rangers career. Well, yeah, but one touch too many. For me, I don't know. I don't know what the... If, if he wants to come inside, I think that when you play Cholak, he needs to get to the byline. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at the chaos. Second half, the first time first time anybody's got to the byline, we score a goal. So if you're playing Cholak, who's a, who's a penalty box striker, you need your wingers to get to the byline. So if they get to the byline... It'll cause havoc, and that's exactly what it did. Um, I nearly said Tavernier there. Barisic overlapped on the left hand side, got to the byline, great ball in. Cholak made that goal for Lawrence, the first mm-hmm. one. So I said, That's what we need to be doing. We can't keep having Kent cutting inside, cutting inside, because everybody knows exactly what he's going to do. He's going yeah. to do two step overs and he's going to move inside. All right, he's got two players on him, sometimes three players on him, but you've got to mix it up. And and if Gio's not telling him, I don't know why. If his teammates aren't telling him, I don't know why either. You've got to mix it up. And the problem is that he's making himself look a, a worse player than he is by no mixing it up. Because everybody knows exactly what he's going to do. So all he does, we'll get a man on him and see the other two. They'll just sit to sit to the left of the player that's that's, that's facing him up. Because they know that he's just going to turn in, inside and go towards another two players. So... Cholak, do the wings, get the ball, by line, get the ball in. You'll get you'll get deflections. Cholak will score you a barrel load if you're doing that. And the likes of Lawrence has shown he's he's willing to run into the boxes into the box as well. So for me, that's how we need to play when Cholak's playing and Kent's just not doing it for me. So I don't know. They say is, is he undroppable? Uh, me personally, I would drop him. I thought Matondo mm-hmm. played better in the left. I think Lawrence played better in the left as well since the start of the season. So either he pops up his ideas or he gets dropped, simple as that for me. Hey, a few comments coming in. Um, Lisa Morley, cheer up, lads. They will lose points as well. Um, that's my missus, by the way. I don't know what she's doing commenting. Um, Graham, it's not It's not about them dropping points right now as we sit here because it's a reaction to a game where we've just dropped points. And what... What it also does is it puts, if if they go on and win tomorrow, right, which I think everybody expects them to do because there's no pressure on them now, but if they go on and win tomorrow, we're going to an old firm game where we really can't afford to lose. I never really thought about that until you said that. Then. <laughs> uh, I, that, that makes it even worse. Right? It's just, it's, we just need to get some sort of forum for somewhere. It's, when you watch us play in Europe and then watch us play in the league, we just struggle against teams that sit back. It's, I know it's it's harder, but it's just it's 
sometimes it's hard to actually get your head round how we can perform against big teams and then struggle against these teams. But it's that's just a disappointing day, mate. To be honest, I'm just. You're raging, Graham, aren't you? Aye, Davies saying, look, we need to drop Goldson. His form is poor, but he knows he's undroppable. Get him on the bench for a few games once we have fit options. Two points to that, Mark. Number one, is Davy correct? And number two, when are we going to have fit options? <laughs> he, he actually yeah, read my mind as soon as you said that. I think, yeah, Goldson's not been great the last couple of games. And he's another one, the same as Ken, undroppable. So, I would drop him, but the problem is you've not got any centre-halves. It's as simple as that. We have not got any centre-halves. We were meant to, last season with this, uh, with this uh, problem, we've still got the same problem, and we've got we've, we've had a transfer window. I can't, it blows my mind, the fact that we're, we're now still struggling for a left-sided centre-half, that we're putting centre-mids into, into centre-half position. We've had a transfer window, and we've still got the exact same problem, exact same issue as we had at the end of last season. Exact same. Mental. Has has Sands, Graham, in the last two games looked more composed at centre half than Connor Goldson? I think in the last few games it has, yes. But for me, Goldson will always play. It's, it's one being he's always fit and ready to go. So I, that's just when that alone he keeps in position. But for me, like I said that just earlier, Sands for me has been our best player and he's so far this season. He brings composure, he tries to speed up the play, he tries to get the ball through the middle, he always looks forward. And for people who say he's not a defender, I know that, but he wins his fair share of headers, he doesn't lose too many as well. So for me, Sands has shown a lot of them up at the moment. I was just, I was, I was sorry, Graham. I was, no, I was just asking Ross there. Has Sands looked more composed in the last two games at centre back than Connor Goldson? Aye. Yep. For me, the decision is once you get one of your left sided centre halves back, does Goldson keep his place or does Sands? We talk about Go- Go- Goldson's another one we talk about. He's the undroppable force. Suter is in as backup to Goldson. Well, see when Suter comes back, why can he not be our first choice? Centre half on the right hand side of a four, uh, as a, a right hand side of a central two. Because he'll go and put his head in where it gets hurt. Goldson, we spoke about it last night. Goldson's not the dominating centre half that we need when we're playing against teams who want to put balls over the top. Goldson's terrified of Martin Boyle. Goldson is terrified of Martin Boyle. We knew it last night. We spoke about it. I don't think with the signing of John Suter, with the performances of Sands, with the performances that we know Hollander can put in when he's fit, when he's fit, don't get me wrong, he's never fit, I know. But this season, I don't see why it's Goldson and A and other. Mm-hmm. Was there a case oh. to put the Katic in the day? I mean, I don't know. See, for me, see see when you've got a midfielder filling in at centre-half, is it no easier to put the natural centre-half into the left side of that and give the midfielder the option of using his right foot? 
Sorry, they have been noisy as anything in the living room. Is there, no, is there no a case to move Goldson across to the left and say to him, just you go and win everything and let Sands play on the right and let him be the ball playing defender rather than shoehorning a midfielder into the wrong side of defence and giving him a double advantage? I, th- I think there definitely, Mark, has to come a time where we seriously discuss Goldson because it seems as if more and more now we're pointing out his mistakes, his vulnerabilities. I know, I know it was, it was, it's always something that's been spoke about kind of on and off, but he has always in the past, he's been our main man at the back, he's been our top defender. Um, but more and more questions are going to start getting asked. He's been he's been consistent, but he's still he's still got a wee he's got still got a wee clanger in him. Um, his last couple of games he's no he's not covered himself in glory as far as I'm concerned. I thought um, I thought against uh, PSV, um, Sands was our best centre half by a country mile. Um, I don't know. As I said, Golson's one of these ones. He's a good player, but I think he struggles when he's when he's when he's worrying about who's beside. Him. I think when, when him and Hollander played together, he knew exactly what Hollander was going to do and when he was going to do it. And I think that he, he, can, get, he can get distracted dead easy by whoever he's playing against, trying to watch them instead of concentrating on what he's meant to be doing, clearing his lines, and, and, do you know what I mean, and marking his man. So for me, nobody's undroppable. I don't really care. And sometimes the likes are your, your Goldsons and your Kents. Maybe a, a couple of... Cut a, uh, games in the, in the bench where you're going to kick up the arse that they need to hold on a minute you'll know you need to work hard the same as the rest of the boys to get into this squad for me that's that's I'm old school that's the biggest thing for me you need to um, you need to earn your place in the squad no just alright you're golden so we'll just put you in there or you're Ryan Kent so we'll just put you in there for me you need to earn that and that's what I've been trying to say about the Cholak Morelos see Cholak's in position and he's scoring goals, and he's working for the team, it's his jersey to lose. It's not just, oh, but Morelos scored against Porto, or Morelos done this, or Morelos done that. See, yeah. see, if, see if you're playing against Celtic at Parkhead in a couple of weeks' time. See if there's a chance in the middle of the box. Who do you want on the end of it, Morelos or Cholak? Uh, yeah, Cholak, every day of the week. As I said, Cholak, for me, all right, he maybe no get five or six chances a game, but see that one chance that he gets, he'll put it away. 100%. The only thing I've got against Cholak is, see when we're, we're on top, he, he's good at getting the ball to feet, but see when there's a defender right up against him, that's the only criticism I've got. But obviously, he, can't, he should be playing, no denying that, but he just needs to work on his kind of strength when he's got a defender right up right up behind him, because he seems to kind of fall over quite a bit. So I don't think he's that kind of player, but Graham, I think he's uh, just no, a goal scorer. He's going to need to adapt to that in, this game, in our game, though. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's can, I just, can I just interject very, very quickly? Um, firstly, thank you to everybody watching. Please do like and subscribe. Um, a like really does help um, share the pod, and it helps us grow. And we're getting so, so close to 6,000 subscribers. I think we're about 180 away, something like that. So please do subscribe. And secondly, I don't know if this is going to backfire, but people have been asking for it. So the phone lines are now open. Oh dear! Oh one four one six two eight seven two three seven. If your number is withheld, it will not be answered. Um, if you come on and you are not polite, your call will be hung up. Um, so yeah. So we do have a call in straight away. Um, Curry Muncher. Don't ask you how we are because I think we all know. Mm-hmm. 
How are you? I'm raging. I'm mm. absolutely raging. Everything, everything I said the other night there, in fact, for the last couple of weeks now, has came to pass. And what Ross was saying earlier on, and Mark was saying, and you know, even you, Martin, were saying, all the players that we've been discussing when their performances is keep you fruition, really. Ken, garbage again. He lost the ball that caused the goal. He lost the ball that caused Lundstrom to get sent out, although it's still, to me, I mean, the it's still his fault. He didn't know what was going to do. But that would never have happened if they lost the ball. Colton, again, moving out the way of the ball, that's twice in two games he's done that. But has he scared that the ball hits him or something? That's the second time he's done that, moved it the way when the ball was gone. I'm going to one bad thing I did get wrong. McLaughlin was garbage today. He was absolutely garbage. His distribution was shocking. I mean, see, we all talk about how good he is with his feet. No, the day he wasn't. He was terrible. And as for Alfie, he's just turned into the same Alfie we had four or five years ago. Just a stupid, petulant wee boy. We were 20 10 men. There was no need for that. Absolutely no need for it. And if he can't learn for the amount of time he's been at Rangers, especially when he was given a chance by Gio to come in the day, improve and get in a position where he can get picked, he's done nothing. Ken and Alfie, either... Sign your contract, or pardon my French, uh, you know I don't do this. Sign the contract, or just fuck off with your Rangers. I'm not interested anymore. Right, well, can I take it back to your John McLaughlin, John McLaughlin, excuse me. Um, Ross, a couple of times you kicked the ball at the park, yes, um, I agree. But I don't five think... Times. Five times, okay, you kicked the ball at the park five times. Ross, I don't think he was terrible today. He's made a couple of great saves. There was one at his near post. He's saved his leg and managed to get Rune on it. He's punched one that could have... When he was unsighted, he's punched straight back out uh, rather than trying to catch it and maybe spilling it. Mate, I'm going to say this to you for the start. John McLaughlin... We're on here moaning about John McLaughlin being terrible because he kicked the ball at the park three times in a row when we were down to nine men and had nabbed up front and all he's really doing is clearing it for distance. Would you want him to play out the back when we've got nine and they've got 11? And then yeah. the question yeah. on top of that is... See, two seconds, Curry, two seconds, mate. Let's finish talking. So my, my point to that is, who are you going to bring in? Because see, when we've got 11 men on the park, Alan McGregor kicks the ball at the fucking park for the last five years. So we're, 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 we're criticising McLaughlin for doing something... Sorry, Curry, say that again. You see, we, we can't just ignore the fact that he was garbage with the ball today. I didn't see it, it, it was in bad saves or anything like that. His ball distribution was garbage today. Who's he meant to hit, Curry? Who's he meant to... Who's he... Who's he, who's he kicking the ball to, Curry? That's my point. We were playing with Davis, Jack and... Arfield. Arfield and the three of them were sitting 25 yards out for his goal line because we're under siege, mate. So I don't understand who you're trying to... Who, who he's meant to be kicking the ball to. Of course, he's kicking it into touch to try and waste time. I take that point. I take the point that when he's kicking it out, he's kicking it out of play, right? Which is just 
you know, straight back in. But I don't think there's much difference, really, if I'm kicking it to play to him, just lumping it up to their goalkeeper, because it's just see, Ma- Martin, see if he kicks it out of play. They've got to regroup and get a shy. See if he just kicks it up the park. David Marshall walks to the halfway line and sends a long ball right in into a pair of defence, mate. So he's playing... What, what else is he meant to do? He's playing the safer option. Kicking it up. They've then got to go and retrieve the ball and they can only throw it and it gives us time to get a wee bit of breathing time in there. See if he kicks it right up the park, right up the middle of the park. David Marshall walks on it and David Marshall launches one right back into our box. Curry, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but you're miles off it. Miles. Hundreds of balls. It only takes some seconds. Seconds now to get a throw in. That doesn't work anymore. That might be working to me. That was first and second division. But no, the bloody top flight. A boss in the back. Like the players called within seconds. Can I? Can I? Ask? But the thing is, I never came on here to have a go just at John. I know. I know. I know. It was just his distribution. It was the other players. Mm-hmm. The ones that, as you say, Ross, are all, uh, all they're, uh, they're undroppable. Three year records that have been in our team for many a season now. And they know what it, they should know what it is to play for Rangers, and they were all, this, especially in this match, they were absolutely garbage. I know. Do, do you know what the most frustrating thing is? And I'll take it. And I'll take it to you, Mark. Um, I kind of I agree with Curry with the rest of the players, right? And and I thought Matondo today was really poor. Um, Ryan Kent, and I'll bring it back to Kent. You know, there was a couple of times in that first half he'd done some really good stuff, um, and he probably should have scored when he not when he when he basically took three players out of the game, get into the box, and then took an extra touch. You know, we could be sitting here having a completely different conversation about Ryan Kent if he just doesn't take that that final touch mark. But this is the reason why Ryan Kent's at us and not Liverpool. Man United, do you know what I mean? If he had an end product, it would be worth thirty million. Do you know what I mean? So that's why that's end that's lack of end product. Same Scott right? Lack of end product. You can be a good player. You can have all the step overs in the world and run past players and be fast and all that. But the good players have end product. The the, the don't get me wrong. He's a good player. I'm talking about the elite players, the top level players have got end product, and he's not got an end product. Simple. I mean, three goals last season, not good enough. All right, 24, um, 24 uh, goal contributions, which is a decent number, right? But for me, he's got to, he's got to be scoring more goals. He's got to have an end product. He's got to be... As I said, talk, back to the original, original comment there, McLaughlin was the least of our problems today. Absolutely the least of our problems today. And as I said, there's a few players need to have a look at themselves in the mirror. Really, it's all good being being there for the the big European games and stuff like that, when the crowd's bouncing and it's an amazing experience and stuff like that. This is our bread and butter. See if they don't do what they're meant to be doing uh, week in week out in the SPFL, they'll not be playing in big European stages. Simple as that. Can I can I just ask, Curry, and it's something that we've, we've not mentioned at all yet. Um, does Geo take any blame for the day or? Does Gio get off the I, hook because of Morelos? No, he, he, he definitely gets a, uh, some of the blame for this. Uh, he substitutions for this is a this is going to be a hard one because we were all I think we've all said it in the previous uh, uh, pods that Morelos should be getting time to get himself fit and get things sorted out. He did that, so he probably did what we wanted. Was it right? No. 
but it's hindsight, isn't it? If Alfred came on and nothing had happened, fair enough, maybe we'd be complaining. But it's just, I don't know, I just, I can't see how he can risk putting that, as Ross said, I can't believe that he risked putting Morelos on. And we were only two man. Then we did the ten men, and then this happens. Then he gets sent off because stupidness. Mm-hmm. And then the column cost us the day, but Morelos was the one that gave him that decision. Aye. Some people say it was a yellow. Ross thinks it's a red. I think it's orange. Let's go orange. <laughs> Let's go so orange. It could be go either way. Uh, he used his arm. He never used any force. Yeah, he did it twice. And then I never seen the kick, so I'll just take Ross's word for it. He kicked him as well. If he kicked him, well, it's a red petulance. He's, he's going to get a red cap for that. Uh, John Lundstrom took the man out. Yellow card all day. That's all it was. Weird penalty. Pulls the bob. Pulls the guy back. Penalty definitely. Red card. He'd make no attempt for the ball. If he don't make an attempt for a ball, then, then apparently it's a red card. Obviously, what we call him needs to go back to... I'm trying not to swear here. Uh, needs to go back to the academy. Because he's not got a bloody clue. Yeah. Because he doesn't know the rules of football, obviously. I think the problem with Willie Collin is he just loves to be the centre of attention. Curry, mate, thank you very much. Hey, guys. Sorry for being so negative. No, no. Listen, it's a day for you. <laughs> negative. And um, we'll speak to you soon, Curry. Hey, boy, I still love the Rangers. Get in there. I know that's something that we haven't really mentioned, Graham. Um, does, does any fault of this lie at Gio? And look, it's a 2-2 draw in the league. There's plenty of time. We make it back up. It isn't the end of the world. We're down to nine men. Um, but we can only react to what we've seen today. So, does Gio take any blame? It, it needs to. It's, it's a team game, and he's part of the team, so it's, he needs to take some of the blame. I said it quite a bit when he came in. Some of his style of play reminds me of like the kind of Van Gaal Dutch style, where it's kind of too structured. Whereas in that, I, I thought we were kind of getting away from that towards the end of last season, when we kind of see a bit more free, free flowing, but. But today in the Livingston game for me was similar, and it's just it's like players are kind of having to be in their position. And like today I, I mentioned uh, that Jack had to come off and we missed Davis so much. And what we got to do when there's no Davis because honestly, see if he was on for that beginning. Tav plays better when Davis is inside, and just we work better when Davis is there as a team. And it's just uh, but you can't play him every every single game, can you? So it's, but I well, definitely needs to, needs to be more adventurous and try. I would like to see more different styles of set of playing, maybe not rely so much on the, the wing backs because I think teams don't like to play against us sometimes now. Well, we've obviously not touched on, on uh, Borna's assistant, that, and, and, and I'm sure we will, but we have Carol on the phone. Carol, how are you? I'm fine. Good. Try to stay positive. I'm positive. Kent is the most predictable player in Scotland. And I really, I just can't fathom how every podcast, Kent's great, Kent's great, Kent's great, Kent's great once, nothing else. He runs back and does a lot of cover, I must admit, but, oh dear. I know where he's shooting as soon as it shoots. You don't even need to look when he's taking a shot, you know he's going over the bar. 
to the goalie's left on. Just the mayor. It's every time. And I look back in all the games. All the time. All the time. I, I, I don't see how he's undroppable. And the other one, I must say, I don't think he had a great game, was Lundstrom. He lost a lot of control of the ball. Short passes. A lot of short passes in off the Rangers of the which I thought was disgusting. And he gets out half because he had a bad ball to Ryan Kent, by the way. And he had to try and cover. And it was a red cab, definite red cab. For Lundstrom? Taking the guy out, there was no attempt to the ball. It was just a red cab. For Lundstrom, you mean? You, you think Lundstrom? Well, the Hibs player done exactly the same in the first half. Oh, but I'm not a referee. I'm not I'm, I'm in the park. It's a red cab to me. It doesn't matter who. Does it, it's a red cab. You know what I mean? I think okay. I, Ross, I think that's... Lundstrom red card? No, it's absolutely not a red card, but I'm taking it. Carroll's never played football in his life. Um, oh, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm not being in a. I'm not meaning in a. I'm not meaning in a cheeky way. What I'm meaning is, if, if you make if you make if you make that tackle a thousand times, you'll get sent half once, and if you make it ten thousand times, you'll get sent half once. He's been sent. He's, he's uh, mate, uh, undoubtedly he's been sent off for it. But at, by the rule, by the rules of the game, it wasn't. It wasn't a malicious tackle. It wasn't a lunge. It wasn't a dangerous tackle. He's flicked his leg out, caught his trailing leg, and he slid in to make. It's a professional. What they would tell him. Did the referee to interpret that? No. It's all yeah, but see when the referee's already made an interpretation of Doyle Hayes. Aye, but the, what we're saying is the refs made a, a very, very bad mistake. The Morelos one, obviously, that, that's a completely different, a completely different conversation. But you'll see that foul a million times, and that's the first time I've ever seen a red card, Carol, for that foul. No, I've seen it in Europe. Seen it in Europe. I played in Europe. The only time I've seen a red card in these situations if it's like get down the person's heel, if you know what I mean. I came in for his side. It wasn't even a tackle oh, from behind. They came in for yeah. the side of him. No, it was it was for the back. No, it was for the back. He's hit the side of his shin, Carol. He's, he, he's, 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 I'm he's, not going to argue with you. The other thing, Morelos, that's just what Morelos is, isn't it? We're back to that. Well, that's We're yes. back to the same Morelos. Because he's struggling to get his place. You know? That was the point I made, by the way, Mark, that you know, is that is that just I heard you. is that the, is that, is that the petulance mark for not being first choice? Aye, you're exactly. You've hit the nail right in the head there. It's I'm meant to be the main man. I'm a wee bit huffy. I'm a wee bit moody. I'm just not happy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and kick people and slap people. So for me, that's lack of professionalism. He's let himself down. He's let his teammates down. And he's let his manager down. Simple as that. What was your thoughts on the thing. overall performance the day, Carol, before all the shenanigans with red cards and stuff? Overall performance, pretty poor. Actually, I thought a lot of bad passes. The boys answered a great game again. Barisic yeah. uh, wasn't too bad. But apart from that, Montondo should check their studs before they go. You would think they hadn't played football before. <laughs> yep. Matondo, Matondo, great on the day. But listen, everybody's allowed poor games. Of course they are, um, Graham, but Matondo was poor today, Graham. He was. He, well, why don't you say something about the uh, commentators in games? All right, okay. Uh, some, some, oh, 
something I heard. Oh, listen, it was that stupid podcast. Because my message is in the host, Paul, and listen to all the rubbish in the YouTube. Uh, I hope you're not, I hope you're not bundling the rap one with that. No, <laughs> <laughs> the, that PLZ, I think it is. Oh, right. Right. When you hear anywhere else in the park, that would have been a free kick. Why isn't it a penalty? They, they will only give it as a penalty. I mean, Jesus Christ Almighty, I thought the penalty area was still on the park. <laughs> Are they talk, were they talking about the Rangers penalty? I think it was a hearts game. Oh, was that a hearts game? I don't know, I can't remember. I don't really listen to him. We thought I'm about, you know, doing my dust with my penny on. Well, I must admit, I've never ever once watched that. In fact, no, I lie. I've watched that PLZ once for about five minutes. Alan Ruff started talking and I just switched that off. Uh, oh, the other one McManus. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ almighty. Yeah. That would make a sense for you. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go to the host and see if she's getting out. I didn't hope, want to play before the game in case I don't pick her up. Hope the good, hope, <laughs> hope, the, <laughs> hope the good ladies well, Carol. Oh, well. <laughs> Can I just, can I come in on the, the Kent and the end product thing? Yes. Obviously, I don't watch Celtic games, right? But I'm on Twitter, um, and twice this season already, their £6 million signing has stuck to right in the tap bin. And we're talking about Jota again. That's where, that's where the comparisons are going to come in now. They've got a talisman in Jota who is assisting goals and scoring, and 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 Earls isn't he? And that's something that's going to, as the season goes on, if he can keep up his form for the the them and we and Kent is still no coming up with numbers for us. That's who's going to be compared against now. It's happening already. You seen it last week on your Twitter. Oh, yeah, it's Jota equaled Kent's goals for last season already, and we're only three or four games in. And that's a comparison that's going to keep, keep being made. Um, somebody else said as well last night about the... We we never make a signing who hits the ground running. Now, Celtic last year signed went to a, a league that Postecoglou knew. They brought in... Um, what's his face up front? Kyogo. They brought in Hitati. They also brought in Abada and they brought in Yota, and they're getting goals for everywhere across our front line, and that's the difference as well. See if a ball goes, it flashes across the goal. They don't need Kyogo to be in there because Abada's coming in at the back post scoring goals, and Yota's coming in at the other side. We don't have that. We can't either. He's never at the back post waiting for a tap in either. He's always inside the park or run about the box. He's never in that, he's not got that instinct to be where the ball's going to drop just to pass one in. And I think as well, that's something that Geo's, that's a sword that Geo's going to fall on as well because there's no enough goals in the team. There's, there's no enough goals in the team. And I think that comes down to Geo's uh, kind of tactic as well. It's yep. the structured thing. But I think, like, I know because of Louis Van Gaal, he likes his players uh, to be in certain positions when the ball's in certain things. And it's kind of known as a Dutch style, other than the Cruyff. And I see similarities to that. It's like players are they freely moving about and doing their own thing, except when we're in attacking positions. It's kind of structured, and I don't like that, to be honest. And I right, think we, well, we... Sorry, again, that's, that's four times I've cut you off, Graham. I do apologise. We have John on the line. John, how are you doing? Hi, yes, hi. 
Yeah, I think that, that was maybe more skill and move for fatality to win the day, given that Morelos doesn't really need to start as a baggy fan just now. And it, you know, the way the difficult game it was at that stage. Sakala, uh, yeah. Mark. Um, it did say a wee bit of chaos, you know. Unfortunately, uh, Mark, I'll take it to you. Gio just does not fancy Sakala, does he? Doesn't fancy him at all, no. Simple as that. I think that um, yeah. he's are numbered. I think that if we can, I think if, if uh, Ruth was fit, I think he'd be away. Simple. I just don't think he, it's just, he's not technically good enough for, for a Dutchman. Simple as that. And, and you know, you, all, the, all the Dutch players they they play every as they grow up they play every single position and rotate them don't they as they're, as they're learning and as they're growing so I think he's just technically no good enough for him and that is he's, he's, he's days numbered I think he'll be off shortly. Well see that the thing is Ross it's actually a fair point that you know maybe last season if if Alfie wasn't wasn't fit or whatever that would have probably been a game that Sakala would have either started or came on as a sub and he might have been a decent option today but hindsight's twenty twenty as they say. Well, I, I get exactly what Mark's saying about Sakara no being the most technically gifted football player, but Matondo doesn't look like that. He's he's pacey. That's what he's going to give you. He's going to give you pace. Sakara gives you pace. We're bringing on Scott Wright in European games, who's got mm. an AM product, heedless chicken runs. At least Sakara gives you something. Mm-hmm. Scott Wright's no a terrifically technically gifted football player. Do you know what I mean? So, I think the, the Sakara one's strange because out of our full team, you would say probably the most technically gifted player is Kamara and he also seems to be right out doing the pecking order at the moment as well. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't know. I get what Mark's saying and I think he's right. Like, the Dutch football and, and what Graham's saying as well, Dutch football has played... And a point where you can take it in tight areas, as we said earlier, make angles for people, tick attack, play the ball about, back back and forward, and score good goals. But we seem to be playing a hybrid of, we seem to be playing a hybrid of that. But we've not quite got the players to play it, so we're trying to play it in a different style, which involves how many times a day have we got the ball in the final third, and it ends up back with goals in our hands. Mm-hmm. We don't have ideas. I've said for a while that we're a counter-attacking team, whether we like it or not. We, there's no coincidence that we play our best football in Europe, and that's because teams come out and we can get in behind them with long balls or kind of quick one-twos through the park and get up. It's, we are a counter-attacking team, and for me, I've seen a lot of Matondo when he played with Schalke, because I watched quite a lot of the German football, and that performance today is what I said when we signed him. That's what I've seen. So that worries me big time. I'd have Sakala before him. But obviously, John, Gio doesn't know that Morelos is going to come on the park and do that. No, 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 I, I, I get that. But I, I thought at the time that this was quite a difficult a difficult game for the guys. Nowhere near Sharp at all right now. You know, given the situation we were in, I just think Sakala can disrupt teams a bit. And he's always, he's always likely to put one in the net. Yeah. His goal scoring right is phenomenal. Yeah, great goals going right up. So does does Gio take the the hit for that then, John? Uh, yeah, possibly. Uh, I think at the time you're a you're a man down. Why don't we put on Sakala, who's probably in better better than Morelos right now? See what you can do. Just sometimes I just throw somebody on there anyway. On that kind of thing. See the day. I think I I think personally, Van Bronckhorst has 
played to the fact that he was being challenged through the week on Morelos not getting any minutes. There was absolutely no need to give him 30 minutes a day, especially in a game of that magnitude that was being played at that pace when... Listen, he can post on Instagram all he wants pictures where he looks skinny as anything, man. But he must be, he must have his missus as fat pants on because he's fucking, he's not as fat as he looks. I'm telling you, he, he looks a day, he's no sharp, he's no interested. We're bringing him in, and I say he's no interested because if he was interested, he would be fighting for his jersey, he would be up for the battle to get that back in, and he would be gone the day, ragged on players and getting his hair in positions to score. Rather than fucking what it, rather than what he did there. Which... Say that again, John. I think it's a bit away to be the number one striker if he's wanting to get ahead of Cholak. Oh, right now, right now, and even before the day, Cholak was my number one. Um, but oh, I definitely. Uh, but he's but Mark, he's now made it. He's now he's definitely now made up Joe's mind for him. Yeah, I, I was got a question for you all. After today, can we sell? Morelos, is yep. anybody going to buy him after that? Well, that's what I mean. I mean, if, as it stands at the minute, anybody that watched that today, any sort of a suitors, any team that were looking at Morelos and thinking, oh, maybe take a punt him, he's come on a park, he's done nothing, he's overweight, he was unfit, and he's petulant, and he's done that. Who's going to buy him? It's, I mean, you're saying that as well. The only way we can sell him is if we've got somebody we can bring in, because we can't rely on Roof. I think we may be jumping too far ahead. Yeah, the I think that's going You know, I don't think we need to get rid of him. He's still a, for me, he's still a quality player, John. Yeah, but, but the point, oh, yeah. we're, at the, we're at the point, we're at the point now where, if it is the same as one time, you sure? Say that again, John, sorry. I was just wondering if he was going to fall into his old habits slightly again. I maybe just not quite got up to, you know, because you, know, you know when Barillas falls off his game, he can be right off his game. Yeah, yeah that, that is probably the, the big worry, and that'll be a, a challenge now that when he comes back, he has to prove to everybody that it was a one-off. Um, but yeah, it, it's worrying. John, mate, thank you for the call. Okay, all right, thanks. Cheers. Okay, bye. The best. Uh, Charles Allen, um, thank you, welcome. Um, the members are flown in a day, so if it's something that you fancy doing, please do click that join button below. Oh, the link is in the description in case the join button does not appear. Um, loads of people watching, please do like and subscribe if you haven't already. We're closing in on 6,000 subscribers. And uh, if we can get this up, see, because we've got over 650 people watching, if we can get this up to 300 likes, then this would, that would be really good and that would really, really, really help the channel. Um, Ross, we come out second half. Um, and the per the person that we spoke about last night on the phone in, five minutes in, Tav gets caught out. I don't know what the two at the back are doing and boiling up sending scores. Aye. We don't stop any crosses. The amount of crosses that come into our box are unbelievable. Uh, I can't I'm trying to even think how the ball got played in back. My mind's went blank. But the boy was offside. The boy was offside. If Matondo came in and he could have took the ball away and let it bounce. And the guy cut in. Guy looked offside to me, depending on maybe I'm looking at it through blue or orange tinted glasses. But it looked as if his shoulder was ahead of the play. Um, I'll and we they tell us that these things even themselves out over a season. So that's two we're due because obviously Cholak against Livingston was a very similar one that went against us. 
I think right away in the second half there's a question to be asked again about the man in the middle with the Cholak went up and the big boys came right, clattered right through the back of him already on a booking. Mm-hmm. If he's not booked, that's a yellow card all day long. So mm-hmm. again, you're, you're talking about refereeing inconsistencies, but that's the difference between them going down to 10 men and us being one there up and cruising and three minutes later, the ball's in the back of the net and we are, we're back to one each and then the, the game changes totally. Their fans go behind them and that's... And they get, they get the confidence for that as well. Um, we do have another caller on the phone, caller ending 182. Hello, welcome to the Rabble. How you doing, Rabble? My name's Craig. How you doing, Craig? Aye, well, not too good. <laughs> um, I just want to know what your, your opinion on Matondo is. I think he's, he's too lightweight and for our game. Uh, he was worse than a man doing the whole game today and how Van Bronckhurst couldn't see that. I mean, the Hibs manager changed things after 20 minutes, but Matondo... Arkeed? Uh, Graham, you've, thought, you've already kind of mentioned Matondo. You've seen him playing for Schalke. Um, what do you think? Too lightweight for a Scottish game? I think a lot of people never gave Diallo a, a chance uh, last season, so I think it's going to be similar. But as I said earlier, some of his performances for Schalke were like that. And so that's why I was never too excited when we signed him, if I'm being honest. And then I was quite surprised when I heard they had some good performances on my state games, to be honest. But uh, so I was looking forward to hoping maybe we're going to see a, a good player. But obviously, he's still young, he can improve. We obviously need to support him, but he needs to play better than that, definitely. Can we know, Craig, though? You know, game time to settle and maybe just accept it. All right, he's had a poor game today, but you know, he's going to get better. Well, I mean, I don't know if we can because, um, you know, we've got to, we've got to keep up uh, with that mob on the other side of the city. And, um, you know, that's always the trouble that players don't get a chance uh, a lot of times at Rangers uh, just because of the very nature of the competition. But, um, so what I've seen, he, he just he just doesn't seem as if he, he, he I mean he's quick I mean he, he didn't do anything today and you know he was just so lightweight he wasn't putting any tackles in I, I don't know how many times he touched the ball but it, it couldn't have been more than half a dozen I mean he contributed absolutely nothing and and the manager surely saw that as well you know he should have from what I've um, my opinion he's taken him off he should have brought Tillman on and put Lonsight right, and, and you know that would have given us a lot more. Ross? See, we've got a problem here. The problem being, we've got two guys that we've bought in the middle of the park, in Tillman and Lawrence, and what's going to happen is, one of them's going to end up getting the Thomas Buffle treatment and papped out wide right, and all that's going to happen then is the fans are going to get on their back because they're playing out of position. Because I'm looking at the team for Wednesday night and I don't see any any way we shape up which doesn't include one of them playing in the 8 or the 10, as you would call it, and behind Cholak and one of them playing out wide right. None of the two of them are wingers or inverted wingers. The two of them want to play centrally. Um, and as I said last night on the podcast, the day, the day was a perfect time to play the two of them and just have Lundstrom sitting. Because again, 
Jack's just ghosting about. Jack doesn't know where he's meant to be because he's not used to being in that attacking part of the midfield. So why are we trying to shoehorn Jack into there when we've got somebody sitting on the bench who can do the job? Nicole, Nicole must have known I was running low there. She just gave us a red bull in. She's like, ah, mate, pe- petrol for the rant machine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your, your overall thoughts on the, on the, the performance overall today, Craig? Um, obviously, I've, and I've asked everybody right before the shenanigans of the dead cards and stuff, um, I think everybody's in agreement, though, that the performance overall for everybody, apart from maybe Sands, who got past marks, um, just wasn't good enough. Uh, absolutely. Um I don't know when you talk about this European hangover. Um, I, I don't. I don't buy that. But all these guys are, are used to playing, you know, a European game and then back and playing an SPL game. Um, the only ones that I would have given pass marks to today would have been Sands, who I think has been excellent the last few games. games and I just don't get the, the criticism. You know, the kind of do boys uh, seem to have taken a dislike him, but I, I don't get it. I, I, I think he was he was excellent against PSV. See, last night, Martin, we're talking about players with an aura. I'm still seeing folk going in at McLaughlin, right? See, the day McLaughlin got past marks for me. McLaughlin made some great saves, and people are now jumping on, he kicked the ball at the park a few times. We've praised Alan McGregor since he came back to this club, and probably in his first term, when we had 11 guys on the park and he used to humph about the park constantly. But we're now picking holes in McGreg- uh, McLaughlin because McLaughlin's not got that aura of he is good enough to be a Rangers number one. Mm. See, today we should be looking back and saying, what a save he had. As I say, I played in goals myself, not a, bit wee, a wee tiny bit about goalkeeping. He saves the ball with his foot and manages to get up and run it. There was another one that came right at him and rather than spilling it, he panned it down the way and then caught it before Boyle got in. John McLaughlin hardly put a foot wrong today. The only time he, he, he never he never made a constructive thing was in the last minute. And as I say, rather than the ball getting hoofed back straight away, it took to get thrown. So see the time they get the ball, throw it to Marshall and he kicks it long. It saves you a couple of seconds. Don't get me wrong, I agree with Curry on the phone that it's no ideal. But see when you've got three midgets and five defenders playing, there's no an option. So right away we're shooting them down. We're not allowing them to build the aura. We're not allowing people to see him as a Rangers number one because we're picking holes in, even when he's done absolutely nothing wrong and made a couple of cracking saves. Can I just no, pick up with something Ross said there? See, we only made the four subs. See, when we were kind of when McLaughlin was kicking it out, could they have not put like, Sakara or somebody on so that we could keep it in play and no. Sakara could go and pressure them? No, because I think we'd made... The three intervals, is that, is that actually a real uh, think uh, I need to double check, but I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure Gio would have uh, made us up. Let's a wee tiny bit of positivity, right? But I think we we should look at because, um, like I say, look, it's, it's, it's early on in the season, right? Um, and Sir Walter makes a good point. Um, we, we, it, it goes one each, and we didn't panic. We got the ball down. We, we played okay, and Borna Mark 
um, shows us what he can do at left back. Ross was going on so much about it. I think he even spoke about it at half time. Get up that lane and support Kent. Well, he does, and he delivers a perfect ball in for Lawrence. So, I said earlier, I said, if we're playing with Cholak, Cholak needs to, uh, we need to get in a byline. And Borna got in a byline. Cholak made an, an amazing run. I, I put it in a group chat straight away. Cholak made that goal for Lawrence. Great ball. Absolute pin perfect. Um, great ball in for Lawrence. But if you look at that scene, you watch that goal, see as soon as he goes down the line, watch the movement for Cholak. Cholak pulls away a centre-half, right to the right to the edge of the, the six-yard box. And the centre-half runs with him. He makes a sprint across. Centre-half runs with him. And the beautiful ball right in. And as I said, um, the uh, the bold Lawrence, Rosalita Salmon. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, can we can we be negative? Can can we have arguments? Graham about their equaliser, or was it just a case of just too much pressure? If I'm going to be 100 percent honest, I kind of was expecting it coming to be honest, mate. So, but I've not seen it back too much. But if I can be, I think Goldson moves away from it. But I don't know if he's thinking if I get a touch on this, I might direct it towards goal. Type thing, so I don't. I'm not a defender. I don't know the, but I think that's something we could look at. But like we've said, McLaughlin had no chance in my opinion. It's right in the corner. He's got bodies in front of him. He needs to wait and make sure it doesn't touch one of them before he can fully make his movement. Um, For me, it's a worldie. Boy, um, it's a you can't, yeah. you can't, you can't quantify that. That boy's brought that down beautifully and struck it in half volley, and it swelled away for the goalie. I mean, it's a worldie. You just need to put your hands up and go. Do you know what, son? That was a great strike. Um, it, and it, it, we'd be talking about that. See if it was Avengers player, we'd be talking about that for months. It reminded me very much of in the 55 season, Ryan Jack done the exact same thing at Kilmarnock. Mm. Takes it on the chest, hit it at Ryan Jack's goal in the Scottish Cup final last year. See when there's bodies in the box and a goalie's unsighted. Now, there was people saying McLaughlin should do better, right? Mm. It showed you it in slow motion for behind the striker. And see, just as he hits the shot, Ryan Jack's head is there. McLaughlin can't see until the ball comes by him. It's, listen, the boy's sliced it. He's probably not even hit it right. But the way he sliced it, it's always going away for John McLaughlin. There's, there's no a goalie on earth who you would say saves that 10 times out of 10. No, and listen, see if people want to go on about this whole John McLaughlin, Alan McGregor thing. Alan McGregor doesn't save that, right? No, no goalkeeper saves that, right? Um, Jim Sloan saying, "No, Mark, look, you never duck, you take the hit." Is um, is that fair on Goldson? Ah, yeah, hundred percent. You got to fly in, you can in front of that, but it's it just kind of getting there quick enough. The boy, as I said, you just need. But sometimes you just need to put your hands up and do quarter. Do you know what? That was a world there for me. That was a great strike. Bottom line, I don't, I don't think anybody could have done anything any better to, to try and stop that. All right, maybe get out a wee bit quicker, but we're, we're trying to split hairs here. Ah, yeah, I know. A screamer, boy, had it squeezing up, and probably, he'll probably never score a better goal than that in his life. I know. So, Ross, the Rangers appeal both the Lundstrom and the Morelos sending offs, or do we just appeal the Lundstrom one? Got to appeal the Lundstrom one, mate. Um, you could you could throw in an appeal for Morelos's, but 
there's no smoke without fire, and he's created smoke for himself for the last since ever since he's been in Scottish football. So see, as soon as he lashes out, as I say, see if he's you need to watch it, Martin. Do you know what I mean? And be prepared to look at it through neutral eyes. As I say, twice he's went with a hand. That could be an appeal, but it's the kick with the left foot at the same time. Why is he kicking his foot out? It's going to get through back. You could appeal just for the cheek of it and tranche your arm, but I think Lundstrom's is a definite appeal, especially if you show them the footage that's going to put on Twitter the new, a Doyle Hayes' tackle and then that yeah. right after each other. Doyle Hayes is actually a worse tackle and he gets a booking, but I just don't see any way I'm I'm a Rangers fan and I don't see any way Morelos gets overturned because of the petulant kick. The hand you could maybe make an excuse and say he's watching the boys, feeling for the defender, he's trying to work out what's run about him. It's the kick for me. Mm-hmm. He's hit him twice with his arm and then kicked the boy. You can say if you want, it wasn't a a vicious kick, he wasn't tra- excuse me, he wasn't trying to break his leg or anything like that, but how many times has he kicked? out at players and got caught for it he's as subtle as a hammer to the face man honestly he's he's no got any sort of streetwiseness about him everything he does he gets caught because he makes it so damn obvious what he's doing mm-hmm. he does he does right we'll leave it there gents um two two away from home well it's not the worst in the world you know we can obviously it's early in the season we can come back for it we just need to we just need to improve and stop getting stupid red cards uh, the, the referee did not help the day at all um, but I think most people would agree that, you know, Morelos has cost us a day. Um, also, the fact that we're, you know, incapable of putting teams to the sword when we really should be, because that was some... If it wasn't for the... See if that game had finished 2-2 and it was 11-11, that would have been embarrassing because that Hibs team was woeful. Um, but the fact that we're down to nine men and we just couldn't see it out, um, it's disappointing, but we move on. Um, for all the members watching, we'll be live tomorrow at 8pm. Hopefully you can join us then. Um, if you're not a member, then um, you will catch us at half past seven on Monday for the phone-in. Um, phone-ins seem to be going really well. People seem to be enjoying them, so we're going to carry on doing them. Um, so, yeah, please do like and subscribe. Join as a member if you can. Join the Rabble community and help us grow. Until then, thank you for watching, and we shall speak to you all very, very soon. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.